0: 12 years, you didn't even know you had a son. But then one day, I ran away from military school to look for you. And I'll never forget the words you said when your eyes met mine. You're my what? Mrs. Stratton? Yeah. Are you Edward Stratton III? That's me. Pleased to meet you. Hi. I'm your son.
1: To join this man and this woman in holy matrimony. Will you, Edward, take this woman as your lawful and wedded wife? I will. And will you, Kate, take this man as your lawful and wedded husband? I will. With this ring, I thee wed. I now pronounce you husband and wife
0: yeah sure.
2: everyone, Angela Bowen here, the host of Together We're Gonna Find Our Way, an unofficial Silver Spoons podcast. Well, today I am bringing you Season 4, Episode 23, entitled Rick at 16, which aired on May 4th, 1986. Before I get into the episode, I'd like to let you know where you can find the podcast to listen to. You're going to find it on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Podbean, under the Punky Power podcast. If you're trying to find where the social media sites are for the podcast, you can go to Facebook at Together We're Going to Find Our Way and Unofficial Silver Spoons Podcast, or Instagram at Silver Spoons Podcast. If you'd like to email the podcast, you can do so at Podcast at gmail.com. Rick at 16, because I remember bits and pieces of watching this Episode, uh, like, probably like a Saturday afternoon or something on television. Season 4, episode 23, Rick at 16, which aired on May 4th, 1986. In this episode, Rick asked two girls to be his date at his 16th birthday party. This episode's got a 6.6. What was the last one? I thought it was, like, really low. Yeah, it was 5.2, which I'm not surprised. But this one's got a 6.6 for Rick's birthday party. Let's see here. We got, who we got? We got, oh, I mentioned that the last time. We got Krista Denton, who plays Nicole, who she was in the episode Mr. Cool back in season two. She played the same kind of character. So she played a girl named, I think it was Carol. Yeah, and she was just snooty snoot, snoot snoot. Someone named John Smet plays someone named Stevens. Was he in anything else other than, okay, no. We also have Mandy Ingber, who I mentioned was in an episode Of the Wonder Years Season 6 scenes from a wedding. She's the one that's like, oh, can I take this floral piece? You know, this little floral arrangement at the... uh, She was sitting with Kevin and Wayne at the... uh, With a few other college-age students. At this wedding reception for Jack's boss's daughter. And (laughs) the girl's like, oh, can I take this flower arrangement? No one wants it, right? They just throw it out anyway. But the thing that got me was she... Everyone's going around the table like, I'm pre med. I'm going to be a lawyer. This and that. And her uh, interesting fact is like, what'd you say? Like, I only have one ovary or something like that. <laughs> Kevin is just at a loss for words. Like, ah, I don't know what to say to that. I'm like, that is a bit too personal. You don't. This is a wedding reception. No one wants to hear about you missing an ovary or having had an ovary removed. (laughs) But it's just so awkward. (laughs) I'll see if I at the end of the uh covering this episode, I'll see if I can I can get that scene and put it on here because it's just so funny. (laughs) So this episode was directed by Jack Shea, writers David W. Duclan. Ron Levitt, Michael G. Moy, written by Jim Giogan I can never pronounce, I'll just call him Jim, uh, Howard Leeds, Ben Starr, and Martin Cohen, of course, all the creators, all of them. There's no trivia, there's never trivia, except for Once in a Blue Moon (laughs) with this show on IMDb. So, yeah, without further ado, let's jump into Rick at 16, Season 4, Episode 23. And I'm I'm curious to see how much I recall, like, in my mind's eye, what I remember seeing, and how, whether I get, like, flashbacks to sitting in front of my grandma's TV on the floor watching this episode. So we'll see. So we come out of the intro, we're in the kitchen, it's breakfast time, I see a big old jug of like possibly Sunny D sitting on the counter, like maybe a quarter left of it. <laughs> and Edward is distracted, and Kate's got the coffee pot like, hey honey, do you want some more coffee? He's like, yeah, fill it up. And he hands her his plate. So she can clearly see that he's distracted. So she's like, he says, like, I'm thinking of growing a mustache. What do you think? And he's like, yeah, honey, that sounds great. And she finally bends down to his level and gets him to, like, make eye contact with her. Like, what's up? He's like, oh, I'm sorry, honey. I zoned out. I was, like, a million miles away. I'm trying to think of something to get Rick for his birthday. Because, you know, he's going to be 16. And is, Kate's like, well, honey, you're throwing him a big party. Is he getting a sweet sixteen party? <laughs> yeah, there's parties, one thing, but what about a gift? What exactly could he get his 16-year-old son as a gift? We know Rick likes sports. We know, I mean, this kid is like a jack-of-all-trades when it comes to interests. Gosh, I'm trying to think, when was the last time we saw him on a computer? I can't remember. I swear, it's like season three, when he was doing that grokking episode, which is, I guess, a 1980s term for, like, early online chatting. I don't know. But I can't remember, between that and any of season four here, when the last time was, he was on a computer. He's also got a weight bench in his room that we never see him use. <laughs> got a telescope we I don't think we've ever seen him look through. Maybe once, like in season one, but... Records, concert tickets, um... Movies... Uh... What else? What is the 16-year-old boys in the 80s like? Earrings? Um... A car, he's going to be 16. Does he have his learner's permit yet? I had my license when I was 16 going on 17. Um, I got my license in, I believe it was June of, or was it late May? It was It was June of 1999, I remember, because um, I got taken out to lunch by... Um, one of my teachers, uh, as and also my grandma. I think maybe even my dad took me out in uh, congratulatory. And my first car, of course, was his old car. I'm, like, on my sixth car right now. <laughs> Alright, let's get back to the episode. Let's see what, I mean, maybe Kate's got some good ideas. I mean, she's known Rick now for a while. And, heck, Edward's known him for pretty much the same length of time that uh, Kate's known him, so you must have gotten some ideas. <laughs> now that I think about it, being he's 16, I don't think the, the only gift that's ever going to make Rick happy right now for his 16th birthday is a set of wheels and a set of keys. <laughs>
0: For a second plateful. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of growing a mustache.
1: Good, honey, good. I'm sorry, Kate. I was a million miles away. I'm trying to think of what to get Rick for his birthday.
0: Well, we're throwing him a big party.
1: Yeah, this is his 16th birthday. I'll give him something really special. Like what? If I knew that, I wouldn't be asking you to grow a mustache.
0: Yeah. How about a horse? A lot of kids around here have horses.
1: What? It horse. doesn't work. How do you gift wrap a horse?
0: <laughs> I I how a horse. about an ID bracelet?
1: That's what it is. You I... went from a horse to an ID bracelet?
2: Really? That's
1: Can think a of something in between? Picture. Well,
0: I know he would like a graphite tennis racket. Kate, that's a wonderful idea. That's why I bought him one. <laughs> you hey guys. Oh, hi, Rick. Hi, bud. Hey, that is no way to eat breakfast. It is if you want to get to English early. Oh, what are you studying? Nicole Desmond. <laughs> yeah.
1: I hope you're doing better with Nicole than you are with geometry.
0: Not really. I've been trying to invite her to my birthday party, but every time I get near her, I get so flustered. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> Why don't you send her an invitation? Oh, sure, Dad, with bunnies and clowns. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I'll do. I'll make my own invitation at school. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Mm.
1: Almost 16. Uh. Look at him. He's running around dating girls. When I was 16, I was just trying to figure out how my slinky worked. <laughs> I gotta get him something special.
0: Yeah, 16 is an important birthday.
1: It's a milestone, Kate. It's when a boy becomes a man.
0: That may explain why he wants Nicole Desmond.
2: <laughs> so Kate sits down at the table, and my gosh, her suggestion. How about a horse? A lot of kids around here have a horse. What? It's New York. I mean, they're not in the city. They're in Shallow Springs. Maybe it's kind of, you know, the country area, but... Has Rick ever mentioned that he wants to take horse riding lessons? That's a big jump. You just give him a horse when he doesn't have lessons, not had the proper training, never been on a horse. What? You give the kids something they want. Some, that, that's a responsibility. Horses live, like, what, 25, 30 plus years? They live for, for a very long time. And that's a heck of a commitment. I'm sure the only reason Rick would ever want a horse is if he wanted to impress a girl who was in the uh, the the horse riding circuit. I don't know what it's called. Um, and then she's like, well, what about an ID bracelet? And Edward's like, you went from a horse to an ID bracelet. And I'm like, ID bracelet is something a girl gives a guy or a guy gives a girl. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Not really gonna be something a father... Like, here, son! I hope you like it! It's a... An ID bracelet? Jeez, Uh, thank you! (laughs) I don't know. And she says, uh, what about a... What did she say? Uh, like a metallic tennis racket? A graphite tennis racket. What's a graphite tennis racket? It's made out of granite? Graphite? What's, I gotta look this up. What's graphite? That like shiny m- metal. Alright, so, oh, this came out this year. There's an article, All Tennis Gears, titanium versus graphite tennis racket. Which one is best for beginners? If you're just starting out and learning about tennis rackets, you may notice that rackets aren't made out of the same material. Amazing, right? Just like any other tool or workout equipment, there are rackets that are made out of different types of elements. Each racket has undergone different developments and enhancements over the year, and there are a variety of different kinds that are available on today's market. You may be wondering, why do I need to be picky about the material my racket is made out of? The answer to that is the tennis rackets are designed to complement the player's style. Many professional players will choose tennis rackets that fit their specific type of play style. It's a very important for you to understand, to, it's very important that you experiment and understand what your play style is. Blah, blah, boogity, boogity, for furt, fur. Okay. I want to, okay, here we go. Breaks it down. Quick comparison. Titanium tennis racket, lightweight, increased strength. A graphite tennis racket, heavier weight and increased strength. So they both have increased strength. The only difference is titanium is lighter than graphite. Um, let's see here. Um, weight. Graphite is much heavier than titanium. This makes it harder to swing whenever you're trying to do a power serve. But if you are successful in serving the ball at a high impact, you're going to see the increased power. Blah, blah, farty fart. That's that. Okay, let's move on. I was just curious what graphite was. And I got my answer. It's, uh, heavier than titanium. (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, of course. I was like, Kate, that is an amazing idea. Thank you. And Kate, of course, was like, well, I already got it for him. I was like, why did you suggest that then? Why did you suggest that? Do they have a toaster oven on the counter back there? Rick comes down. He's got his books. He slugs his, uh, chugs down his, what is that, apple juice? So, yeah, he just grabs his cup of uh, orange uh, uh, apple juice because it's, like, a tan color. It's not like they're serving him malt liquor in a... anyway. And he just picks it up and goes over to the kitchen counter. And Kate's like, that's no way to eat breakfast because he, he's got a plate there he didn't even touch. He didn't even look at it. And he's like, well, I gotta get to English class early. Like, okay, clearly it's because of a girl because no teenager wants to get to class early unless they have an agenda. And... and Of course, of course, Rick does. And Kate's like, oh, what are you studying? And Rick's like, Nicole Desmond. So Edward's like, well, I hope you're doing better with Nicole than geometry. And Rick's like, no, not, I, he's basically Mr. Uh, Fumble Thumbs. He's like, I've tried to invite her to my birthday party, but every time I get near her, I get so flustered. And, okay, so that's why that... Almost empty bottle of Sunny Delight is on the kitchen counter. So that way when he's like, I get so flustered and the back of his hand just sends that Sunny Delight just (laughs) flying onto the floor. So Edward's like, look, just send her an invitation. And Rick's like, yeah, with bunnies and clowns. Are you? Kate, he's 16. He's not six. Six-year-old, you send like bunnies and clowns. Three-year-old, just send invitations with bunnies and clowns. Not a sixteen-year-old. You want to do something cool? Put like some like racing stripes and like a, a car with uh, a keys and um, a, a jet ski or um, uh, uh a moped or uh, something like that. Cause he's sixteen. Have a guitar on there or something cool like that. But bunnies and clearly, Edward's like Kate. Can you get some uh, invites for uh, that we can send out to Rick's like friends and everything, friends and well wishers? <laughs> Rick decides to just make a homemade invite when he gets to school, or you could just ask her. That would be uh, another way. You know, straightforward to the point. You, hey, look. Um, what's her name again? I forgot. Oh, man, I forgot her name. It doesn't start with <laughs> We'll learn it again. It's not Carol. That was the other character she played in Mr. Cool. The actress played. I love how he's like, all right, I'm out of here. See you later. He gives Kate a kiss on the cheek. And, of course, he's like, all right, bye, Dad. What, he's too old to hug his dad? Like, hey, Dad. Pat him on the back. Have a great day at work, Dad. Bye. Nope. Edward's can't believe, like, oh my gosh, look at him. He's going around dating girls. The girl's name was Susan, right? Susan something with a D. But it's like, wow, when I was 16, I was just learning, trying to figure out how my slinky worked. Is it a... innuendo for something else? I'm just kind of curious. I think it's an innuendo for... I was trying to learn how my slinky worked. I don't know. I'm re- Edward just wants to get Rick something special. Like, gosh, what? I'm trying to wrap my brain. And Kate's like, yeah, it's an important age. It's a special age. And Edward's like, hey, it's when a boy becomes a man. I, mm, I, I guess. I'm sorry, but I don't think 16 means what it does for a boy that it means for a girl. Edward even... Says oh it's a milestone Kate It's when a boy becomes a man Nicole Desmond I was su- Susan where did I come up with Susan Oh my God, Susan Desmond everybody So Dexter comes in And he's talking about how on the Freeway it was bumper to bumper ch- Traffic the screaming the yelling The swearing and that was just Me <laughs> So Dexter's like Kate, what's going on with Edward? He's got, like, a sourpuss face on. And Kate's like, well, Edward's trying to come up with a gift for Rick for his 16th birthday. So, Dexter's like, well, why don't you just give Rick what I give Alfonso every year? And Edward's like, Dexter, I don't think Rick would be interested in getting a subscription to the Wall Street Journal. So, Dexter drops the ball. (laughs) He drops the ball, huh? Ah, no, he, he... Going down to the dealership. He got himself a Porsche. Sweetness. Way to go, Dex. Apparently, it's called Porsche. Blah, 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 blah. Just, I call it a Porsche. (laughs) The first, when I heard Punky mention she wanted to get, Mike a Porsche, I'm like, what's a Porsche? But, no, it's a car, Like, I I refer to it, I've never been in one, but I refer to it as a Porsche. I will always refer refer to it as a Porsche. Porsche makes me think of, like, a porcelain doll or something. And, yeah, he's showing Edward and Kate, like, pictures of uh, what his new car is going to look like from uh, the info he got done. Um... When he was ordering it and everything like that. So he's going to go pick it up. And he tells Edward that it's fully loaded to the max, babe. (laughs) I love how he's like, babe. And Edward just kind of looks up and I'm like, babe? Dexter's like, I've never even heard of a 12-speaker stereo. But apparently I got one. (laughs) Edward's like, I'm not even going to ask how much you paid for a Porsche. Uh. Like, yeah. And Dexter's like, well... A lot I appreciate that a lot of clients don't ask their accountants how they can afford a car like this. Bye. (laughs) Edward is like, you know what we should do sometime this week? And Kate's like stay home and audit our books. Like (laughs) Alright now we're going to Shallow Springs is I thought it was Fuller High School. I think it's Fuller High School. Look at the hair on that girl. Permed big. I mean, it's 1986, so yeah. So I'm going to play this clip. See how well this goes down as Rick is making a homemade birthday invitation to give to uh uh <laughs> You know what? She deserves not. She deserves for me not to remember her name. I know it's not Susan. Oh, he made some also for Brad and Alfonso. They just say Rick's 16th birthday party and, like, a black Sharpie on a plain white piece of paper. I can understand why. Like, why are we getting invitations? Alfonso's like, you already invited us, like, two weeks ago. He's like, hey, you guys going to be there? And Alfonso's like, do I have to bring a present? And I, <laughs> Rick just kind of glares at him like... No, you don't have to bring a present, Alfonso. And Alfonso's like, good, then I'll be there. <sighs> Jeez. I remember a birthday party I went to for a friend. I think it might have been her 15th, 16th birthday party. I can't remember. Um, I think I got her, like, a teen magazine. <laughs> I- <laughs> um, but, yeah, that... I the friends I had didn't have big birthday parties. That was the only one in, it wasn't even that big. It was just a gathering at her grandparents' house with her aunts, uncles and cousins and grandparents. So Rick's like, hey, Brad, what about you? Are you? Gonna show up? And of course he's like, I don't know, birthday parties just aren't part of the whole rebel bad boy image I'm trying to build. You are not Derek Taylor, Brad. You will never be Derek Taylor. You could never even wear his shoes. Just stop trying. Wait for it's his birthday party? You'd think you were expecting to go to, like, a six-year-old's birthday party with, like, clowns and a magic show and, uh, carnival games or something like that. Of course, Rick has Brad at Ice Cream as he says, We're gonna have your favorite ice cream, Brad. tutti Fruity ripple And, of course, Brad's like, Count me in. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna play this clip. <laughs>
0: Guys, one for each year. What are these? Come on, read them. Find out. What? Birthday party. When? Saturday, 8 p.m. Where? Stratton residence. Why? Why not? <laughs> you already invited us two weeks ago. Well, this makes it official. Can you guys come? Do I have to bring a present? No, I'll be there. <laughs> How about you, Brad? Well, I don't know. Birthday parties don't go along with the bad boy rebel image I'm trying to build. We're going to have your favorite ice cream, tutti Fruity Ripple. Count me in. <laughs> oh, thanks, Jimmy. That's Timmy. Close enough. Oh.
2: Rick, you want to go again?
0: So, Rick, what do you want for your birthday? I think he's looking at it. <laughs> oh, Nicole Desmond. Why don't you invite her to your party? Maybe I will. Then what are you waiting for? Go get her. Guys, guys, I was going to mail her one. So you just saved yourself 22
2: cents. You mean yeah, 49 cents. Right. 20, 20.
0: If I can get through.
2: Is this called the Winnie Cooper of Silverstone? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you know how long it took me to learn that trick? <laughs> smooth, Stratton. Real smooth. Hi, fellas. Aww. Hi, Julie. I'm to slap both of you guys. Rick, uh, are you finished copying my geometry notes? Not yet. Listen, I'll get them back to you as soon as I can. Oh, don't hurry on my account. <laughs>
2: Hi.
3: Morning, class. Morning. Okay. As you recall, yesterday we were discussing the Renaissance <laughs> poets and their use of poetic imagery. Today we turn to the romantics. Now, please pay close attention to the three major factors of romantic literature. Construction.
2: The my exclamation point. Please, as underlined right.
3: Melody. <laughs> And imagery. Brad.
2: Yo, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> sitting over there by himself. And now, Byron
3: is a very 30. good example of these three. <laughs> you know, there's a great deal of freedom in Byron's poems, and there's a great deal of alliteration Byron, and like meter. Lord
2: Byron, Byron? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Now, make no mistake, Lankford! Oh, you know, I see you passing a note? Huh? No. Uh, no, sir. I was just setting my watch to the school clock because, well, I believe there's nothing more unforgivable than tardiness. <laughs> it's getting pretty deep in here. Now, uh, <laughs> let's take a look at one of Byron's poems, and I want you to listen Is to Myron the symphonic musical effect of the words. Tis midnight... But it is not dark within thy spacious Saint Mark. The lights within, the lights without, shine You're be above so
2: the much rebel road. The- I can't remember this girl's name. Her name is Nicole. Which is the same name as my older sister. How am I not? Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. Let's talk about Nicole here. As apparently she has got the Winnie Cooper from the Wonder Years thing going is all the boys are just hanging off her like carrying their books drooling over her just yeah yeah so this girl seems like she practically owns the school with her uh, hoity toity nose in the air snobbishness we got this kid whose name is timmy or jimmy it doesn't matter because she don't care as long as he's carrying her books like he can be fred for all she cares And she's like, oh, thanks, Jimmy. And he's like, that's Timmy. And she's like, close enough. It's got three guys that are right around where her desk is. Just, they're all about this girl. What is about this girl? Alphonse was like, hey, Rick, what do you want for your uh, birthday? And Brad's like, I think he's looking at it right now. Alfonso's like, hey, invite Nicole Desmond to your party. And Rick's like, hey, maybe I might. And Alfonso hands his invite to Rick. Like, well, then go get her. So he's like, guys, I was gonna mail her one. You know, of course, cut out the middleman. So that way he doesn't have to actually interact. That way, if she rejects him, it won't be as bad as if he just put it in the mail. And apparently, stamps were, what, 22 cents back in 86? Yeah, they're like doubled that now. They're like, what, 49, maybe 50 cents now a stamp in 2020? Good golly. That was 34 years ago. 34 years for the price of stamps to more than double. She's got a harem of guys just hanging on her. One guy's like leaning over the back of her chair. The other two guys that are in their seats that are like right across from her are just good. So Rick's all like, hi, Nicole, as he, uh, he, he had his books in his hand, and, <laughs> and boom, they all just spill out all over the <laughs> the desk in front of her, the seat in front of her. Yeah, Mr. Mister Fumble Thumbs there. Let's to say she's not impressed. Or she's like, oh, you know how long it took me to learn that trick? She don't care. She don't care. Here we get Sweetheart Jula. Oh, I love this girl. She's a sweetie. She's like, hi, guys. And Brad and Alfonso are like, hi, Julie. I want to slap both Brad and Alfonso. Can I do that? Get their teenagers. But come on. This girl is a darling. If I were in there in that episode, I would like, Julie, I'm your best friend. I'm your wing person. Your wing girl. So, this is the classic you know, if you want to call her Nerd Girl, you know, this is a classic girl with the glasses prior to the She's All That type of uh, makeover, which I don't think she gets that in this episode. But she's like, Oh, Rick, are you finished copying my geometry notes? So, yeah, it's a classic. The girl likes the cute boy, but he doesn't notice her, but he notices that she's smart, so he'll take advantage by copying her notes, and that's enough for her. Oh, he's interacting with me by, you know, asking me for my notes, and she's secretly in love with him, which I'm not surprised. Rick's cute, but he's a bit of a shallow kid. I mean, he's got a good heart, but... And I get it, they're teenagers, they're all about physical attraction, and sadly, Julie does not fit into what Rick would say, the physical ass with the girl. He's looking for girls like Nicole. He's not looking for girls like Julie. But he's like, oh, don't worry, um, I'll, I'll, I'll get them as soon as I can. And she's like, don't worry about, don't, you know, rush on my account. So sweet, She's so forgiving. Of course, Julie sits right next to Nicole, so you know there's going to be a little mix-up here. Rick is, uh, Rick, uh, Greg, (laughs) Brad is right behind Julie. So, yeah, you guys kind of know how this is going to play out with Rick wanting to give the invitation to Nicole. So, the teacher, we have not seen Rick in a classroom with a teacher talking since it feels like season two. And he's writing, like, please be my date. And he underlines please, like, three times. And then he has an exclamation mark at the end. And he gives it to Brad, the note, to... And Rick is sitting on the other side of the classroom where there are no other kids sitting in the seats in front of him or anywhere in the vicinity. So, let's see. When? Saturday, 8. P.M. or A.M.? Where? Stratton Residence. one, two, three Mockingbird Lane. Why? Why not? I don't think in RSVPs that people add the why. It's the where, when, where, when, what. It just reeks of desperation as he underlines please like thrice. So Rick tosses Brad the note and says, that, you know, pointing at Nicole, like give Nicole the note. His name, is so his last name is Lanford. It's Brad Lanford. I thought for a second he said Bradford, and then he was like, "Are you passing notes in my class?" And I was like, "Oh no, I was just uh, setting my watch by the time of the clock." Uh. Also, when Julie Julie's sitting right next to Nicole, and she says, "You know, like I said, sweetheart of a girl," she says hi. Nicole doesn't even acknowledge. Of course she don't. Can I slap Nicole? Because, I mean, I'll, I really want to slap her later, and we'll get to that. But I want to... Sl- I don't like this girl. I don't like her. I don't like her. It does say Byron, not Myron. So what, Lord, Like Lord Byron? Because there's a Little House on the Prairie episode where John Jr. reads Lord Byron. Oh, Rick is having a fantasy play out with Nicole where she gets the note and she's like oh Rick I'll gladly go with you to your birthday party so I'm going to play this clip Ugh.
3: the brazen steeds are glittering o'er the holy building's messy door Rick! Rick! <laughs>
0: easy babe I won't run away I got your invitation.
2: I don't know what to say. How About yes. 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 A thousand times yes.
0: Easy. A hundred will do. Oh, I'm to go.
2: I'm so tired of dating boys. I need a man. A full-grown, fully matured
0: 16-year-old man. How can I ever thank you? We'll think of something. Oh. Okay. <laughs> we are. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, sorry, Stratton. <laughs> wanna know something? We're not done yet. Well, 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 uh, take your time. <laughs> Rick's inviting me to his birthday party.
3: Well, I hope you said yes.
0: A thousand
3: times. Well. Wow. That's the first smart thing I've seen you do in this class. Are you done yet? Oh, uh, sorry. uh, I was just getting ready to hand out the homework assignment, but of course you don't
0: have to do it, Stratton. (laughs) All right, party's a Saturday. You be there.
2: Oh, I will, I will, I will.
0: Now I'm going to kiss you on the mouth, babe. (gasps) What? (laughs) Why? Because it's there.
2: Okay. Everyone like I got. <laughs> I gotta talk about that fantasy. <laughs> so that was some wild, wild stuff. So in Rick's reality, because I don't think he's ever talked to Nicole, she actually a sweetheart. She is, you know what? This actress played in a couple episodes of Growing Pains as Mike Seaver's love interest for a couple different characters, of course. But she plays a complete opposite of her character in this episode and also the season two Mister Cool episode. But here she's just so sweet. She's like practically groveling at his feet. Because, you know, it's Rick's fantasy, so. And she looks down at the note and rushes over to his desk. She, like, Where goes, Rick, Rick, and leans right in front of his chair, in front of his desk, like, ah, uh, she's, like, just gushing with emoji heart eyes coming from this girl. And he's like, easy, babe, I will run away he even winks at her and gives her this uh, this smug little smile. She's like, oh, I got your invitation, but I don't know I don't know what to say. And he's like, how about yes? She's like, yes, yes, a million times, a thousand times, yes! It's like, easy, only uh, a hundred will do. Like He's just like, ugh. <laughs> uh. She's like, "Oh, I can't wait to go," and she looks around and sneers, like, I'm "So tired of dating boys." She grabs Rick by his arms and says, "I need, I need a man." He's like ready to jump his bones right then and there, like a full-grown, fully matured sixteen-year-old man. She's like, "How can I ever thank you?" And I love Rick's response, like, "Oh, we'll think of something." Like, he's so smarty. Feels like just eating this up. The teacher of course is like, who's talking? And Rick stands up, puts his arm around Nicole and says, Oh, we are. And he's like, Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Stratton. And of course <laughs> I love how Rick just has feels like he has in this fantasy he's got all the power. He's like, Oh, we're not done yet. And the teacher's like, Oh, oh, of course. You know what you take your time. And then <laughs> Nicole even goes over gifts. The teacher, the his invite, like, oh, Rick's invited me to his birthday party. And the teacher's like, well, I hope you said yes. He turns to Rick and says, a thousand times yes. And the guy just gets kind of up. He's like, well, that's the smartest thing I've seen you do in this class. Rick comes over, puts an arm around Nicole's like, are you done yet? To the teacher. He's like, oh, well, I was just going to hand out the homework assignments, which you you don't have to do, Stratton. <laughs> So Rick, again, turns Nicole around and says, hey, the party's a Saturday. You be there. He's ordering her, like, you be there. it's like, gushing in front of him, like, oh, I will, I will, I will. And he's, like, now I'm going to kiss you on the mouth, babe. And he dips her, and she's, like, why? And he's, like, because it's there. You just hear the girls go crazy. Ah! And then we get back to reality, and Rick's got his... Like he's just leaning with his head in his hand, like mm-hmm. he's all up in Rick Fantasyland. The bell rings signaling it's the end of class. Nicole isn't even there anymore, but Julie is. Brad's like, mission accomplished. Geometry notes delivered to- by Brad Express. And of course, who gets the invite but Julie? She is so excited. Oh Rick, I'd love to come to your birthday party. Be your date. Ooh, wrong one. In my mind, I think this is the right choice. She just looks at her like, oh.
0: Mission accomplished, dude. All right. Geometry notes delivered by Brad Express. (laughs) Geometry notes. Oh, Rick, I'd love to come to your birthday party and be your date.
2: (laughs) So remember, I can't remember which episode it was that I had mentioned this. It might have been the one for the road episode where we get this little music cue, which in previous seasons, I mean, this is like, the second time this has happened, but I don't remember seasons one through three having this little musical cue.
0: Hi, Rickle. No, he's still at the Y.
1: Again? Where, well, since his soccer coach told him to build his strength up, he spends all his time at the YMCA. <laughs> I know. That's it, Kate. What? I know what to give Rick for a birthday present.
2: You're going to have something for A YMCA?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, a Nautilus exercising machine. <laughs> oh, what a great idea. At least it'll fit in the garage.
1: I'm going to order one right now. <laughs> Wrong number.
0: Good day at school? I'm joining the French Far Legion. <laughs>
1: okay. You'll hate the food. Too sandy
0: jokes okay dad they're almost as bad as your suggestions what suggestions like the one this morning that i send an invitation to nicole
1: that didn't work
0: dad i passed the invitation to brad but he messed up he gave the invitation to julie warren instead uh-oh the wrong girl is she ever <laughs> guys what am i gonna do julie thinks she's my date for the most important birthday of my entire life why didn't you tell her the truth i couldn't dad she was so happy <laughs> well sooner or later she's going to know that that invitation wasn't meant for her
1: the longer you wait the more it's going to hurt when you do tell her the truth
0: okay okay I'll tell her the truth the party's been cancelled because I'm having heart surgery dude, just be honest. Jesus.
2: <laughs> athlete's foot. just tell her dude So, apparently Rick has been sticking with soccer, so that's kind of his main gig, and I guess his soccer coach wanted him to get a little more training, you know, kind of bulk up, muscle up a little bit, so he's been hanging out at the YMCA, and finally a light bulb goes over at Edward's head, It's like, I know what to get Rick for his birthday, in case, like, the YMCA, I thought, I thought, like, he was like, like, the song, YMCA, I thought he was, like, going to have someone come and perform, like, the YMCA song or something for, I don't know, <laughs> that sounds stupid, but no, he, he's going to get him, like, some Nordic track type exercise equipment. He's got a weight bench in his room that he does not even use. He does not need more exercise equipment that he will not use. Speaking for me, I bought a treadmill a few years ago. I actually ended up, like, selling it to somebody because I used it, like, less than ten times in the course of, like, two to three years. Rex upset. Like, I'm joining the Foreign Legion. Like, he wants to get out of the country. He wants to get as far away from Julie... What do you say? Warner? Wagner? I think it was Julie Wagner. And he says, well, Brad was supposed to deliver the note to Nicole, and he didn't do it. He ended up giving it to Julie, and Julie's just so happy to be invited to my birthday party. And he's like, hey, maybe I can tell her the party's canceled because I'm having open-heart surgery, or I am I got athlete's foot mumps, measles. And they're just, Kate and I were looking at Rick like, look. You need to tell her the truth. The longer you wait, the harder it's going to be. And this girl, of course, is going to be devastated. Hey, at least Rick gets this kid's name right, Tim. So Nicole comes in, as uh, Rick sits down, she's like, hi, she's wearing, like, her dad's, like, work shirt. It goes all the way past her thighs. Let me guess, someone didn't do the laundry? It's huge on her! Don't don't get me wrong, I don't like Nicole, like, at all. And what she does later is gonna even more cement that fact. But she, like, goes up to her like, hi! And he, like, spills his books all over the floor in the classroom. She's like, oh, you're getting better, you only dropped two at this time. Why was she even talking to him? Did she get the invite for his birthday? I didn't think she did. And she didn't show any interest when he did that same little stunt yesterday, so what's her deal? She heard from someone he's having a birthday party, gotcha. So he's like, hey, um, I don't know if you want to stop by or not. She's like, oh, it's awfully short notice. I don't know if I could even get a date. So she is so playing him. I think she's just fishing like, oh, if I play innocent, maybe he'll invite me to go with him. Like oh, I think I can solve that problem, and she's like, "How?" He's like, "Oh, you can be my date here. Here's an invite." She's like, "Oh, I'll be there," and he's like, "Oh, you can come earlier, <laughs> like Friday." He keeps biting her bottom lip. What is that girl code for? Like, I'm so into you, or something. It's the same thing. The biting of the lip, bottom lip. Like, mm, I'm so into you. Ooh. Rick is like, after she leaves, like, Rick, you've hit the jackpot with his squeaky voice. Why does he, they keep, this is like the second, this feels like one of those Zach Morris Saved by the Bell time freeze moments. You're not Saved by the Bell, Silver Spoons. I got, I, I mean, I would take Rick Schroeder over Zach Morris slash Mark Paul Gosler any day of the week but <laughs> stop it i'm gonna play this clip
0: hey, Tim. hi mm-hmm. <laughs> you're getting better you only dropped two this time yeah well i've been working on it <laughs> so i heard you're having a birthday party sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah well i hope so hey i, I don't suppose you'd like to stop by
2: Oh, well, gee, it's awfully short notice. I don't know if I could get a date.
0: Well, I think I can solve that little problem. How? Look, you'll be my date. Here. Party's a Saturday, 8 o'clock. I'll be there. You can come earlier, like Friday. (laughs) See ya. Rick, you've hit the jackpot. Hi, Rick. Oh, boy. (laughs) Julie. Julie, how are you? I think I should talk to you. I bought my party dress. You didn't. I did. It's blue. I hope it won't clash with anything that you're wearing. I can't take it back. You you can't? No, we we bought it on sale. Although you'd never know from what we paid. (laughs) I told my mom we shouldn't get it, but... It's not every day that a girl gets asked out for the very first time. You mean you've never had a date before? Never.
2: Oh boy. <laughs> not even
0: a cousin or anything? I was beginning to wonder if something was wrong with me till you came along. Now, what was it that you wanted to tell me? The, the party starts at 8.
2: <laughs> Alright, here comes Julie She's so excited She's got a nice blue dress That she's hoping won't clash with anything At Rick's party He's like, I bought my party dress and he's like, oh you didn't And she's like, I did And she's like, oh I hope, it's blue I hope it doesn't clash with anything that you're wearing I you can't take it back He's like, you can't And she's like, no, we, we bought it on sale What kind of messed up logic is that? Seriously, is that how it worked when you nowadays? It's like you got the receipt and something's not right with it. Who gives a rat's crack if it's on sale? Don't matter. You can still take it back. What kind of messed up place she's shopping at? And you know her. She told her mom not to get it because it's. kind of she said it's kind of like expensive oh no she says we got it on sale but you'd never know it by what we paid oh probably because yeah that probably was expensive it's probably one of those shops that, like you buy it don't plan on returning it that's probably why they have you try it on and yeah she told her mom she shouldn't they shouldn't get the dress but she's like well it's not every day you go on your first date and rick's like oh crap it's like, oh, you've never dated any anybody? And she's like, nope. It's like, not even a cousin? Why is that a thing? People are like, oh, did you date? Oh, uh, like, you've not dated anyone? You haven't even dated your cousin? Or like in the episode of Full House where Kimmy helps DJ like find a prom date. And she's like asking them questions like, have any of you ever been on a date before? Or a dance before? Or taking someone that wasn't in your family? (laughs) Like, what? Yeah, it's not every day a girl gets asked out for the very first time. And it's like, Rick's like, oh, crap. And she's got such low self-confidence because, you know, with the classes and the books and stuff, she looks like a classic 80s, you know, nerd. And she's like, oh, I was beginning to think there was something wrong with me until you came along. Rick is definitely feeling guilty. Like, there's no way that he can tell her that this whole thing was a mistake. She wasn't meant to get that invite. Of course, it's like, now, nah, what was it you are going to tell me? He's like, uh, the party's at 8. Ugh. Alright, now we're gonna get to the party. Rick is pacing back and forth. He's not even, like, talking to any of his classmates or friends that he bothered to invite to the party. That banner is so, like, lackluster It's like white with, like, black lettering on it. It's like happy 16th birthday, Rick. And the thing is that I'm thinking it's making uh everyone's like, it's such a big deal. Sixteen. It's when he becomes a man. What about when he hits eighteen? That's not a big deal. Mike, this is what I think, and I'm sure you'll probably say, well you're wrong. I think sixteen years old is a big one for the girls, because sweet sixteen I think eighteen is a big one for the guys. Because in a way, technically, you are a man. You're of legal age. I mean, granted, you're still under twenty one, but you can still join the army, the navy, the whatever. Um, you can. Did they raise the age of smoke? not that I'm saying he should go out and buy a pack of cigarettes when he turns eighteen, but but it just seems like eighteen is the time for the guys. That's like a big one because you know, technically, you're know, you're a man. You're uh, you know a legal adult until you hit 21 when you're a legal-legal adult. <laughs> I don't know. Brad comes over to a pacing Rick, puts an arm on his shirt, like, hey, Stratton, how's it feel to be 16? I take it he and Alfonso are still like 15, or maybe it's like, hey, we're already 16. Well, <gasps> that's not right. Alfonso can't be 16. I thought he was at least a year younger than Rick. Is Brad wearing a shirt that's got a monogram logo on it? Brad's like, Brad, I told you, you need to keep away from me. Alfonso's wearing a mint green and black squared shirt with a black thin tie. Were thin ties all the thing back in the 80s? Because Mike Seaver wore a lot of those in Growing Pains in the first like three seasons. They're kind of ragging on Rick because he's got two dates to the party. Nicole and Julie. Brad and Alphonse. Stop. You guys are jerks. You leave poor Julie alone. She's a sweetheart. I'm going to play this clip. He is just like, can you guys knock it off? I need your help. My guess is here's how it's going to go. Brad and Alphonse are going to distract Julie while Rick dances with Nicole. This is what I think. He's gonna ask them. It always seems like someone who's got two dates is like, okay, I'm gonna focus on this person, the one I wanted to come with and you know, spend time with, you know, come to my party and everything like that, while well, you two distract the one I didn't want to invite, who accidentally got invited. So,
0: Stratton, 16, how's it feel? Brad, I told you, keep away from me. You're the one who invited Nicole. All I did was invite Chili. <laughs> I can't believe you've got two dates at the same party. No wonder I look up to you. <laughs> will you guys knock it off? Look, I need your help. All right, all right. I'll take Nicole off your hands. <laughs> Who will it be? Girl number one or girl number two? Hi. Nimuro Uno. Happy birthday, man. Glad you can make it. Great, thanks a lot. Hey, guys, guys, would you mind? (laughs) Wow, this is a really neat house. I'm so glad you invited me. (laughs) Guys, there's someone at the door, would you mind? Sure.
2: (laughs) Get the door, Rick.
0: Hey, how you doing? Oh, it's a girl with a big old hair. Aww, look at her. So you came? Happy birthday, Ray. Great, thanks a lot. Looks like a terrific party. Oh yeah, it's it's a great one. so do we watch it for a while and then join in no we join in whenever we want where's my head you've got to use the bathroom right why no reason uh, don't you want to check your your hair or something what's wrong with it nothing nothing if you want me to change it i will no, look, it's perfectly fine listen if you're not going to use the bathroom i am <laughs> Oh, Nicole, when you're finished, can I borrow your mirror? What for? Oh. I'm
2: not sure. <laughs> so, yeah, Brad and Alfonso are kind of ragging on Rick. The doorbell rings, turns out it's. Nicole. I think Brad's shirt, that monogram above that pocket, says Jerry? Maybe Jerry's his dad, I don't know. It looks like a bowling shirt. It turns out it's girl number two, because Alfonso's like, who's who's it going to be? Girl number one, or girl number two. It's girl number two. So she's like, hi, Rick. And he's like, yeah, it's great that you can make it. He hangs her jacket up for her. And of course, Brad and Alfonso are there. They're just enjoying the show. And Rick's like, can you guys, like, get out of here? Thank you. So, of course, Nicole's like, oh, this is a really great house. I'm glad you invited me. Like, because... Uh, I don't like this girl. Of course, guess what? The doorbell rings as soon as he gets, like, ten feet away from the door. So, Rick's like, hey, do you guys can you, you know, get the door? And, no, they actually, Brad and Alfonso go on either side of Nicole and kind of take her into the party. Oh, it's a girl with a big, uh, crimped, wavy hair. The one that we saw in the class. I'm like, wow, it's the big-haired girl. Got Tim, and of course, as Rick's about to shut the door, here comes Julie. And a nice like, light, you could even call it like, maybe a light, powderish, blue dress. He's even got a little, um, yeah, is it like a wrap? Like, something that kind of goes below the back of your shoulders and kind of over your arms? I mean, the dress is cute, you know, I guess... For Julie, I mean, she doesn't really do much. Other- I mean, like I said, this is not a she's all that version where she comes to the party and she's completely, you know, hair is down. Hair is just, she, like, her appearance is pretty much the same as it was in the last two school scenes. I love how she's like, hi, birthday boy. Oh, she's a sweetheart the paper that she used to wrap his gift looks like so old-fashioned. It almost looks like the, uh, the liner that you would line, like, your, um, cupboards with, that kind of paper. She says, happy birthday, and of course he's like, oh, I bet you want to use the bathroom, don't you, since you just got here. He's, like, trying to get her to disappear. And she's like, this girl is, like, She's got no confidence, of course. And she's like, why? What's wrong? He is clearly very nervous here, and she's just, you know, he's trying to make, you know, light small. He's trying to, like, get back to Nicole. And she, of course, is nervous, like, oh, do we kind of stand here for a while and then go into the party? Or how does it. She's nervous. She's nervous. And he's like, oh, no, we pretty much join in whenever we want, you know? And he's like, oh, where's my head? You gotta use the bathroom, right? And she's like, why? And he's like, don't, uh, no reason. Don't you want to check your hair or something? She's like, why? She touches her hair. And her hand goes right to her hair. Like, why? What's wrong with it? He's like, nothing, nothing. And she's like, if you want me to change it, I will. It's like, sweetie, oh, sweetie, you don't have to change your hair or anything about you for any guy. So Nicole comes over to Rick, and Rick's like, oh, if you don't have to use the bathroom, then I'm going to bye zoom. Of course, Nicole like ignores. Julie doesn't even acknowledge her as she pulls out her compact mirror. And Julie's like, oh, can I use your mirror when you're done? And Julie's just like, why? And, or Nicole's like, why? And Julie's like, uh, I don't know. Or no, she says, what for? And Julie's like, I don't know. Of course, Edward and Kate are giving the kids their space, you know. It's Rick's party, birthday party and everything like that, so... We're just playing some cards in the kitchen.
0: I wonder how Rick's doing with his two dates.
1: I hope a lot better than you're doing at cards. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) that's eleven hundred and twelve to nine.
0: (laughs) Edward, I hate to say this, but I'm not having much fun tonight.
1: The way you play, I'm not surprised.
0: (laughs) That is not what I mean. Why are we stuck out here in the kitchen?
1: because it's a teenage party and the kids wouldn't have any fun with us around
0: why don't we go to a movie
1: because it's a teenage party and the kids would have too much fun without us Yeah. (laughs) speaking of which i'm due for another patrol (laughs) 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 hello
0: dexter thought you guys might want to go spinning my new Porsche. Oh, we can't. We're chaperoning Rick's birthday party. 35 teenagers. 35 teenagers?
1: Yeesh. <laughs> By the way, I was petrified of getting a scratch on my new baby, so I took the liberty of parking my joy machine in the garage.
0: Ah, fine.
1: <laughs> it's in front of some odd contraption. Looks like it's from another planet.
0: Oh, that's Edward's birthday present to Rick.
1: Sounds just like Edward. <laughs> okay, do
0: you have any coffee? Oh, I'll make you some.
1: Oh, Thanks. 1112 to 9 You're improving
0: How would you like to make your own
2: coffee? So of course Edward's beating her at cards And she's like not having any fun Why don't we go join the party And Edward's like I don't think we want to do that Because the kids wouldn't have any fun if we were out there And she's like, well, then let's go see a movie. And he's like, no, because the kids would have too much fun if we weren't there. So he's like, well, looks like I got to make my patrol. Dexter comes in wearing, it looks like he's wearing red leather pants and a black leather jacket. And he put his Porsche in the garage so that way it doesn't get banged up. I'm wondering how many of these kids are actually driving. Like, how many of them have their license? Are they all 16? Because we know Alfonso isn't. Edward is just, like, hanging around, like, walking through the couples that are dancing. Edward, of course, notices one guy who's got a hand just above this girl's butt. And Edward at first was going to let it go, but he's like, nah, as he takes the guy's hand and, like, moves it up just above her butt. Because it's, like, on her butt. Rick comes out of the bathroom Don't know how long he's been in there But Nicole, of course, probably wants to dance with him And poor Julie is just there By herself I feel so bad for her
0: Hi, uh, you having fun? I was until I got stuck talking to Julie Well, what did you talk about? What'd you say? Who <laughs> listens to Julie? Well, well I got her anyway? I've got to see this guy Huh? he's, he, he's around. What, Dad? What? Yeah, right away, Dad. Me, guys. Right Dad. Son. Dad, I thought I heard you calling. Guess I was wrong. The old ears are playing tricks on me. Before 16, your body goes to pop,
1: huh? ahead and have fun with your friends, son. I'll be in the kitchen if
0: you need No! Dad, come on, you can't go. Why not? My present, Dad. You haven't given me my present. Time for my present. Please, Dad. Well, oh, son,
1: I was give it to you a little later. You sure you
0: want it now? Yes, Dad. I really want it now. Please. Okay. Well, son. Hey guys, come on. Rick's getting this present. Hi.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's put that Well, Son.
1: Uh, I thought long and hard about what to get you. I know that 16th birthday is a very special day in a boy's life. I, mm. I came up with something that's going to make you remember this day for a long time. Presents out in the garage.
2: Really? Can't he miss thinks it? he's giving a call. Right. His decks are putting hey, hey, in. Hey, hold it,
0: gang. Look. Look. Let me check it out. <coughs> hey, you, Mr. Stratton. Hey, you, Brad. <laughs> oh, let's get ready. You'll see. Oh come on! You could
1: tell us. No. Well, let's just put it this way: it's something he'll get a lot of use out of. <laughs> oh so,
2: yeah, Rick comes out of the bathroom and Nicole's there, and he's like, "Oh hey, you having fun?" And she's like, "Oh I was until I got stuck talking to Julie." And Rick's like, "Oh what what what'd you talk about?" And of course she's like, "Who listens to Julie?" I'd like to see who brought her. Like. <sighs> And of course, Julie comes right over and Rick's like, hey, dad, what's that? What? I'm coming. I'll be right there, dad. My dad calls and he goes over to Edward and Edward's like, well, I guess I'll let you kids get back to your party. And Rick's like, no, dad, please don't leave. (laughs) He's like, can I have my gift now? You said you're going to give me my gift. And he's like, son, are you sure you want it now? And Rick's like, yeah, can I? Fonzo, of course, gets really Hey, everybody! Rick's dad's gonna give him his gift. <laughs> so he pretty much tells Rick it's something that he'll get a you know, it's a very proud day in your life. One of your most uh important birthdays, and <laughs> he's like, it's in the garage. And of course, a 16-year-old learns his presence in the garage. What do you think he thinks he's getting? A car, yeah. So like, hey, hey, I'll check it out, guys. So, Brad and Alfonso are kind of trying to get information out of Edward. Like, hey, Mr. Stratton, come on, you can tell us what you get Rick. And he's like, ah, oh, well, I'll tell you. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's something he'll get a lot of use out of. And Alfonso's like, let me guess, underwear? <laughs> Yeah, he'll get a lot of miles out of that underwear. <laughs> All right, let's find out what he got. We we know what he got, though, don't we, guys? We know it's that exercise equipment he'll never use. He'll never see. What's going on? Where's Rick? He's out
1: in the garage looking at his gift.
2: <laughs> oh, I can hardly
0: wait to see the expression on his face. Neither
2: can I. <laughs> oh, my gosh, He is so excited. <laughs> you didn't get a Porsche, buddy. I, got him a put- <laughs> I love you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, son, I'll tell you what. You use that machine, and in a little while, the girls will flock to you. <laughs> Dad,
0: they're going to flock the first day. <laughs> That's got all the accessories, all the options. I saw that
2: chrome trim dual pipe stereo. What? It comes
0: with a <laughs> I guess.
2: So, so Rick comes back into the house from the garage, and he is just his mouth is like a gape on the floor, and just awe and shock. Rick's like a pu and Brad's like, "Is that guy in my pa?" He hugs his Rick hugs his dad like, Dad, I love you! <laughs> and Edward is like overjoyed, like, oh, his son really loves that exercise equipment. He's like, Well, son, you use that machine and the girls will flock to you. And Rick's like, Dad, they're gonna flock the first day. And he's like, Everett tells him, like, yeah, he's got all, it's got all the accessories, all the options. And Rick's like, Yeah, I saw. Chrome trim, dual pipes, stereo, and Kate is like, It has a stereo? That would be pretty cool, don't you think, if the exercise equipment had a built-in stereo to it or a radio. I'm gonna play the rest of this clip. Let's see how <laughs> disappointed he's gonna be when he finds out that's not his Porsche Porsche. Porsche you
0: you Guys, my dad bought me a brand new candy apple red Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> Son, yes, father, who I love so much I could bust. Uh, Rick, are you talking about that car that's in the garage? Yeah. That's Dexter's. You bought Dexter a Porsche? <laughs> 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 you bought himself, Of course not. Uh, you didn't, by any chance, happen to see an exercise machine in the garage? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what about it? this? It. That's your present. Yep. That the car belongs to Dexter. He just bought it. Oh, no.
2: Oh, give me a break, (laughs) kid.
0: You mean... I'm sorry. Well, hey, what would I do with it anyway? I'm too young to drive, right?
1: Yeah, come on. You can use a Nautilus machine the first day.
0: An exercise machine. That's... That's great. Boy, Dad, that's really... That
1: like
0: it? It's a wonderful
1: gift. <laughs> Thank you. Aww. Hey, how about some birthday cake, everybody? <laughs> huh?
2: So, yeah, pretty much Rick finds out that car, that Porsche is not yours. That is Dexter's. He bought that for himself. Because Rick's like, you bought Dexter a Porsche? It's like, no, he didn't. But just the look, the, everyone's like, oh, Because Rick actually hugs his dad like, my dad got me a cherry red Porsche. And he hugs Nicole. And then afterwards, when they all find out that that's not for him, he's getting the exercise equipment. Everyone's like, ugh. Even Nicole's like, ugh, great. Like, shut up, girl. Because if you think about it, if Rick even would have gotten that, even though he didn't, that's probably the closest any of those kids would ever get to a uh, Porsche is through Rick. You can't tell me any of those kids his parents are driving one of those things. I like what Julie said, because you just see her face fall when Rick turns around and hugs Nicole. And I like what Julie says here, like, it's a great gift, you know, the exercise equipment. And Edward's like, well, thank you. So he's like, hey, everybody, let's have some birthday cake. So let's see how this is gonna pan. Eventually... Nicole is going to reveal to Rick finally that she is all pretty girl and just a stuck up snob who hopefully Rick like shoves her face into the cake or Julie shoves her face into the cake cuz she needs she needs that everyone collapse <laughs> cuz i would still clap
0: boy what a letdown. Hey, I'll get over it. Shut up. Girl. I was talking about me. <laughs> yeah, well. And did you hear Julie? That was a wonderful gift. Slap the- that dress. What did she do? Steal a shower curtain?
2: Excuse me?
0: Attention please everybody. Huh? It is now time for the birthday dude to dance the birthday dance with the dudette of his choice. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he got you! Come on, birthday boy! Oh,
2: there's only like 16 candles. <sighs>
3: Yes!
0: not as pride.
1: It's very
2: class. Youngy girl. Like You think about dancing. Oh my god.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, let's get back to Rick and Nicole. She is so disappointed that he's not getting a porch. Like, boy, what a letdown. And Rick's like, well, I'll get over it. And she's like, I was talking about me. Girl, really? You know what? There's the door. Get out. But we all know it doesn't end there. Hey, yeah, she's now she's raking on Julie. Oh, did you hear Julie? That was a wonderful gift. You just see Julie over by the punch bowl and just like, uh, this is the part that I remember from that re- uh, rerun. Like, oh, in that dress. What'd she do? Steal a shower curtain? And Rick kind of looks over at Julie, and Julie is just, like, heartbroken. It's like, that is a pretty dress! So, of course, before Rick can do anything, Alfonso and Brad are like, alright, it's time for the birthday dude to dance the traditional birthday song with the dudette. Like, no, we don't have to do that. And of course, it's the 16 Candles song. Of course, Nicole's smiling because she thinks it's going to be her. And right away, he just walks right past Nicole like, excuse me. And he goes over to Julie. Takes her by the hand. The audience just starts clapping. They start applauding. And she just, woo! He's like, may I? And she's like, you want to dance with me? And he's like, you're my date, aren't you? Ah! And you just see Nicole is just like, oh! And she turns and waves like, thank you! Get out of this house. Do not ever darken my doorway again. Oh, this is so sweet. I love how we cut to Edward and Kate, and Edward's like, well, the kids got class. And he pulls Kate into it, like, hey, let's show the kids how it's done. And they start dancing. Oh, it's so sweet! That's the episode! <laughs> I love this episode. Oh, I love it! I love it so much. Oh my gosh, what do I want to rate it? Um, I really want to rate it a five out of five. <laughs> I really do. I think I'm going to. I think I'm gonna because I love this episode. <laughs> I I loved you. Ju- oh, I love Julie, sweetheart. I love you. You're my. I want to be her bestie. I want to be her bestie. And Nicole, of course, can go fight a kite because no one cares about her. <laughs> and it's just, it's great because I think it was, you know, funny because Rick thinking you got a Porsche and <laughs> Rick's fantasy was funny <laughs> and just uh, him trying to impress Nicole and then Julie, of course, talking about her dress and where she got it and all that stuff and it's just like, oh. And it just... Oh, I love it. I love this episode. There's nothing wrong with it at all. It's awesome. Silver Spoonful. Guys, you gotta look past the pretty face to the person beneath. Because Just because that person's got a pretty face don't mean they got a perfect attitude to go with it. Get it? He's 16. But, come on. You gotta sometimes think with more than just physical attraction. See the person behind the face. Alright, so remember how I was talking about uh, the girl who played Julie was in an episode of The Wonder Years? So I want to bring this up and play it because it's just, it's just too funny not to. So of course the scene is, uh, it's called, the episode is Scenes from a Wedding. It's season six, episode three of The Wonder Years. And they're, Kevin and Wayne are at a wedding reception. And they're sitting at a table with, People they clearly don't know. They're all doing like icebreakers to say, oh, I'm so and so, I'm doing this and it's just what of those say you don't say things like that But here we go.
3: Yeah, nothing like the patented Arnold icebreaker
2: I'm
0: missing an ovary.
3: What
0: I like to be right up front about it because it really doesn't bother me at all. That's good.
3: Hi. everybody. Does anyone mind if I take this centerpiece?
2: They just throw it out at the end anyway. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. All right. Join me next week for the season four finale, season four, episode 24, entitled Second Best. This episode aired on May 11th, 1986. In this episode, Rick is tired of his girlfriend, Holly, doing everything better than him. Wow. Yes, that's how season four ends, everybody. Alright, have a good day, and as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive. We will get through this. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye.